Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick. It's not even June yet, and Opinion Palooza at the High Court has already kicked off with a bang. On Thursday, three decisions came down, including Sackett v. EPA, the case concerning wetlands and the waters of the United States, with huge implications for pollution and biodiversity. Mark Joseph Stern and I got together to pick over what's left of federal water policy on an extra episode for our Slate Plus members. In what was effectively a five to four decision, the majority, which was Alito, Roberts, Thomas, Gorsuch, and Barrett, decided to just rewrite the Clean Water Act. And they said, look, if this really protects all those wetlands, that's a lot of wetlands. And and we think that's too much protection for wetlands. And we know a lot of developers want to obliterate those wetlands. And we we like those developers and we, we want them to obliterate the wetlands. So we're going to take a pen and cross out the words wetlands adjacent to and replace them with this new test. So the new test says that wetlands have to have a continuous surface connection. That is pretty rare. I think a majority of wetlands in this country do not have an ongoing connection to a larger body of water because that's not how they work, right? They dry up in some seasons. They flood in other seasons. They're often separated from the larger body of water by something like a berm or a dune. And because of that, there are just a huge number of wetlands that will not be protected under this decision. It's so egregious that even Brett Kavanaugh had to write an opinion saying, I think we should stick to the text. The text says that any wetlands that are adjacent to a larger body of water are protected. Whatever the majority is doing here, this stuff is not what Congress wrote. We should apply the law that Congress actually passed, and we should not just be going in our own direction because we think that developers should have a lot more latitude to obliterate and fill in and build upon these incredibly important ecosystems that are, again, not only critical to like wildlife and biodiversity, but help us keep our navigable water is clean and clear and ready for human use. And pretty uh, heated uh, concurring opinion from Justice Elena Kagan, writing separately from Justice Kavanaugh, pretty much making the point that you just made. Um, I just want to read this. Here she's referencing last year's Clean Air Act. Quote, the majority's non-textualism barred the EPA from addressing climate change by curbing power plant emissions in the most effective way. Here, that method prevents the EPA from keeping our country's waters clean by regulating adjacent wetlands. The vice in both instances is the same, she writes, the court's appointment of itself as the national decision maker on environmental policy. This feels like it's such a familiar theme, which is the court just arrogating unto itself the power to make law as they go along, and in so doing, dismantling the administrative state, which is kind of the cherry on top. You can get access to that conversation and all of our extra Supreme Court coverage this June by signing up for Slate Plus. Go to slate.com slash amicus plus for details.